Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervok Samurai, Margot. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I'm Eli, and I am here with other with bad intro now. Hi, I'm Abby. I play Flint. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth, and what what was that? I'm Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot in Moving This Along. I'm Ashley, and I play Margo. And episode fake ad now done! Hey folks, it's Eli here with a quick ad break. This episode was recorded before our sponsor, Metallic Dice Gaming, came along. And uh, I personally bought their gold and purple metal dice, their uh, metal and its gold plating on the edges and numbers with uh, purple enamel in the middle. And I love them. They've uh, got your traditional dice. They've got metal dice. And they even have these stone dice. And uh, I'm about to get me some of that. Them amethyst, test, test, test. <laughs> amethyst dice myself. Uh, go to MetallicDiceGames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD for 10% off anything in the store. Uh, Alright, back to the episode. I like fake ads. This episode is brought to you by Not Practicing. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by, huh? <laughs> Forget the script, just do, what you, just do what your heart feels like. Oh god, oh, sneezing. Sneezing. Uh, if only we were recording this contemporarily so that I wouldn't be sitting in my shanty in the woods with all of the pollen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is uh, that sounds so survivalist, by the way. In my shanty in the woods. With my internet by pollen. With I, my internet with my internet. Yeah. Saying it's in the woods is a little bit of an overstatement. <laughs> it's I gotta say, I'm impressed with your woods internet connection. Oh yeah, I turned all the trees into Wi-Fi. Uh Wi-Fi hotspots. As one does. Alright, so last time we left off specifically with Flint. In the middle of his heist. Yeah. And it was the guards' turns. One guard is going to push past a uh, commoner to try and stab you with a spear. Wait. Oh, man. I, I thought I had invisibility up his... You are! He didn't see shit. He runs over here to try and hit Fred with a spear. Oh, man. And he succeeds and hurts Fred real bad. And the other two guards are tr- going to try and hit Quinn. Oh, man. That is a failure and a success. From your vantage point, you can see them fighting. The one that Quinn injured completely fails to hit her at all. And the other one stabs downward, like right into her chest. And she just turns to look at him. Flint is 
very impressed right now and vaguely and vaguely scared. Well, I don't know if you noticed how little her uh, health bar moved, but that's how much eight damage means to her. Uh, no, I do not notice because I can't see either of their health bars. Oh yeah, then don't worry about it. It's gonna go from the way that she just turned and looked at the guy that she is just planning to punch his lights out. That's fair. Alright. But now it's her turn. And she uses her two actions to grab one guard, which is a success, and then hit the other guard with him. Impressive. Which is another success. Which will be... Oh, no, they're both dead. Guards don't have many hit points. Ow, that one guard. So yeah, she uh, she just straight up grabs the one guy and then slams him head first into the head of the other guy and just crushes both of their skulls. She hit one motherfucker with another motherfucker. Precisely. Delightful. I love her. I say this as a player, like, I love her. Alright. So, it is now Fred's turn. He doesn't like being stabbed with a spear. So he's going to try and stab that that guy back. This is fair. However, he fails because a 13 will not hit. Flint! So I'm going to try to like melt the lock with acid, then try to sneak in. Can I do that? You can. Okay, what do I need to roll for that? That is my new question. Uh, nothing. Because you just have acid. But I'm checking to see what that actually entails. Alright, you need to roll 2d6. Okay, because I rolled a one on those. Yeah, you're Um, gonna have to uh, pour a little bit more acid. It's just not eating through fast enough. Okay, Okay, can I do that again, or I need to wait until my next turn? You have to wait until your next turn. Okay. Alright, this guard is gonna try and kill Quinn, because she's horrifying. This is fair. And he fails so badly that she actually takes his spear away from him. (gasps) Wonderful. I'm sorry, I'm just so excited about her. She's awesome. That hits him with his own spear. How much damage is that? Oh dear. He's dead. Quinn is horrifying and also a delight. I agree. She then moves around here. And that is the end of her turn. Fred goes, all right, I'm going to go get the cart. Okay. And it's your turn. Okay, time for more acid. 2d6? Yes. Okay, that's a six. All right. You're definitely getting through. But this is a thick iron block. So, like, you're destroying the mechanisms, (sighs) but it doesn't really do you a whole lot of good. Jeez. Well, I say it doesn't do you a whole lot of good. That's not fair. It does you plenty of good. It's just taking a while. I'm, uh, I kind of whispered to Quinn, like, I'm sorry, this is taking too long. Normally this doesn't happen. <laughs> and I fully, and I just realized now as I say that, that was a euphemism. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now some city okay. guards are showing up. And Quinn doesn't have time for that. So she just rips the door off or will attempt to rip the door off. I kind of want her to succeed, because holy shit. 
Uh, yeah. Actually, no. No, she doesn't succeed. She damages the hinges, but not enough to matter. And then Quinn comes back with the cart. We will say that the cart right next to that that you're looking at is the right one. So that I don't have to fuck with more tokens. This is fair. And now it's your turn again. Okay, can I... Jesus, more acid. I don't think I can pick the lock at this point. No, you definitely can't. Eight damage. Alright, it appears to be gone. Okay, can I... Uh, I carefully kind of pull open the door. You know, kind of doing it quickly, but trying not to, you know, like, you know, like, make it too often. I don't... I- Actually, no, you're I not sneaking. I don't understand why you're trying to, like, stealth this robbery. I feel like, I don't know, I guess somehow in my mind I was like, okay, I gotta be sneaky. But no, that's not me. I just pull open the door and- Well, it's it. not that it's not Flint, it's that the job is a smashing grab. The goal is to just get in and out as quickly as possible. Yeah, listen, I don't- <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a me problem. Okay, let's just- Go in. in. Alright. Start looking around for your goal. You can make an investigation check on your next turn. Okay. Quinn moves forward to fight the guards. And Fred, he comes over to help you search. Okay. He has no idea. So, before we do anything else, what you see when you open it up, is uh, this wagon has a couple crates in it, four or uh, a total of five cages. Four of those cages have some sort of drake in them. You'd have to make a nature check to be able to know which one. But the other cage, the last cage, has what appears to be an owlbear cup, or chub, if you will. That's adorable. And it is now your turn. First things first, can I, would it, is it just like a free action to cast a nature roll to figure out what type of trick these are? To make a nature roll? Yeah, it's just a free action. Because it's just a knowledge check. I don't, you either know or you don't. You're not doing research or anything. I mean, that's an 11, so that was probably bad. Well, an 11 tells you what they are. Uh, you just don't know. Other than the fact that you're pretty sure these are hunter drakes, which... Other than being smaller and sleeker than uh, sentry drakes, you have no idea. Like, so these things are built kind of like a... Physically, imagine a sphinx cat, but like the size of a mastiff. And it has these spiked... And it's like a scaly kind of skin as opposed to just hairless with these spiny ridges going down its spine and at the top of its shoulders and hips. And they are growling and biting and trying to get to you. Uh hmm. That's that's terrifying. Uh I'm gonna roll investigation to try to find out what we're looking Go run ahead. Twenty three. Oh dang. Yeah, no, you're able to be like, all right, well, the eggs have to be in a lot of straw. They have to be in a rather, like, all, all these things rattle off in your head about what kind of crate you need to be looking for. And you crack one of them open, and there are four sentry drake eggs. Cool, can I start grabbing them? Yes. Well, next turn you can 
grab a couple and put them in the other cart. Okay. I kind of let Fred know, oh, hey, check it out. I found them. All right. For the most part, because, like, nothing's being thrown around or stuff, the average person here is just sort of watching. The guards will focus. One of them moves up to attack Quinn, and that is a complete failure. The next one moves up. Oh, wow, look at that. Critical hit for a whopping 10 damage. So you turn back to see that Quinn has just been stabbed in the stomach with a spear. And she just grabs the spear and pulls it out, pushing back with one arm against the physical weight of the guard. Holy shit. Which makes the other guards focus on her. (laughs) Well, that one missed, because he got eight. And that one got a six. They are very scared of this woman. Listen, she's terrifying. This is a very, you know, realistic, you know, react. And Quinn knowing that she's not supposed to kill city guards, will try and incapacitate them instead. Alright, well, she knocks the first one unconscious. And then knocks the second one unconscious. Yay! And Fred takes his action to grab two of the eggs and start loading up the cart. Okay, this is fair. And for your action. I would like to grab two of the eggs. We're just grabbing the century, um, the drug eggs, right? Uh, yeah. You don't have to take anything else. Yeah. You can certainly just leave the chub in there. No. I don't want to break the chub out. I want to break the chub out. It's adorable, but make sure to grab the sentry egg. Yeah, you load up the sentry drake eggs, and Fred goes, All right, Quinn, time to go. And then you hop out of the cart, and he goes, Hey, buddy? Buddy, what are you doing? Buddy? As you hop back into the thing. Okay, can I, uh, how quick is, no. It was an action to load up the Sentry Drake eggs. Well, shit, okay. The guards will run away because they want backup before they fight this woman anymore. And now it is Quinn's turn. She sees what you're doing, and she says, Move quickly, Flint Therai. For what I am about to do next, you will not want to be on the cart for. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And now it's your turn. Can I just pour acid on the lock and break it break it loose and kind of grab it and go? Is that a thing I can do? Well, first, there's no lock on the cages. They didn't really feel like they needed them. Oh, sweet. Can um, I just open it then and grab? You can. Oh. You can open the cage. However, it is clear, even to Flint, that this chub is very afraid right now. Oh, man. I'm not the real animal handling to calm it down, right? Yes. Yeah. Poor baby angel. 19? That is a success. You open the cage and manage to coax it into your arms. It's about... It's a little bit bigger than Margot. Mm. And there's the, the token. It's so cute. And I assume you get out that of the token cart. That is amazing. I assume you get out of the cart? Yep. Alright, then Quinn will take her her held action. She crawls underneath the cart, and then, yes, you see the cart start to rattle as she picks it up and hurls it. Holy shit. And I want you to make a perception check for me. I got a four, so this is very bad. Cool. 
So, she hurls the cart and it just like shatters against the ground and the sentry drakes or the the hunter drakes are released from their cages and they're temporarily stunned, but then they start ripping the newly arrived reinforcements apart. Oh no. Yeah, for the player's information, hunter drakes are impossible to tame, very intelligent, very cruel, and very, very aggressive. Sounds like a raptor. Or not a raptor. A different kind okay, of raptor. So- yeah, it's like it's a it's a yeah. it's still a raptor. It's just, you know, not yeah. a Utah raptor. Okay, I guess we're uh running now. Okay. Yeah, you guys get into the cart and Fred just takes off. And shortly afterwards, like maybe thirty seconds later, as you guys are rounding a corner, Quinn looks you directly in the eyes and says, Let us see what you are made of, Flint Therai, little tiefling. And she pushes you out of the cart. Oh shit. Make a dexterity save for me. Nineteen. Cool. You managed to prevent you or the chub from taking any damage from the fall. Amazing. And with that, we will jump to elsewhere. Oh man, I just, uh, I kind of just start running home with the owlbear. Oh yeah. See, here's the thing. It's going to take you about three hours. Oh no. And you're currently wanted. Because you're only about a hundred feet from where you started. Oh no. I'm not technically invisible anymore, am I? Most certainly not. Don't worry, we'll get vengeance after I deal with whatever (laughs) nonsense is about to happen to me. Yeah, because it's Rovarth's turn. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but we, we jumped away from your thing in the middle. Like, just after you had bought the toy, correct? Yes, I we had just bought the toy, and then we ended. Alright, cool. So, you guys, you know, you take the kids home. It's a little bit later in the evening. And Hilda has been having a lot of fun playing with her new sword. Yeah. Um, specifically, she's having fun being taught by Wen on how to use the sword that checks out but at one point in the night you know it's after you guys have eaten dinner flint roscoe and mark like margo is still off doing whatever she's doing with Rawl. Mm-hmm. and roscoe and flint haven't come home but honestly flint tends to spend a lot of time in his lab so he might have come in and just gone straight there at some point and it's not uncommon for roscoe to just meet you guys in the morning yeah, they're 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 their own people. I, you know, they're responsible enough. Yeah, <laughs> I said That's enough, but you know, it is. They're not Margot. Yeah, no, it is amusing for player information that neither Rovarth nor Wen really know how to cook. Yeah, so dinner is porridge, not great porridge either. <laughs> Did they not add cinnamon to it? I said they don't know how to cook. Aww. <laughs> no, they added cinnamon. They just accidentally dropped, like, half the thing in it. Or they did, like, regular cinnamon and without mixing it with sugar first. Yes. So it's just bitter. Yeah. But I'm going to switch maps really quick. I wish there was, like, a really fast way 
to switch maps. Yeah. But there's really not, and I don't care for that. Alright, I'm going to create some light here. For anyone that can see the map that isn't Rovarth, don't worry about it. You're not there. Yeah, I know that Roska's physically on the map, but I know he's not here. Yeah, I just yeah, really no don't worries. don't want to deal with like removing stuff, and then later on I gotta add stuff, and I was like, no! No! No. I mean, this is fair. I'm also, aw, I see my old icon. <laughs> oh, yeah. The spirit of Margot is there whispering, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so Which much. Which is just making Rovarth panic even more than he's already... Rovar's like, am I doing the right things? Don't worry about it. It's like, okay, I'll proceed to put another half cup of cinnamon in this porridge. Worry a little about it. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Oh, man, these poor kids. (laughs) Let me just leave it on the pot away after it's boiled. Fun fact, if you do that in the microwave, it'll explode. I haven't done that, but I've seen people that have. I follow the instructions on the back of the oatmeal. All right. That's good enough. Alright, let me add some other tokens that need adding. Let's see. No! Uh, okay. There we go. I just needed a random dwarf token for Hilda, and that happened. That's that's a perfect token. I love it. Yeah. I thought that was the doll for a second. I was like, oh no. No, that's not what the doll looks like. It's much too adorable. Yep, Amir's here as well. <gasps> Amir! Alright, so, at one point in the night, you know, it's it's after supper, it's actually not that far away from when you would normally just tell Hilda to not bother you. Mm-hmm. You're not really accustomed to being like, no, children need to be told when to go to sleep so that they build a routine. So it's been sort of this thing where Roscoe has to be like, perhaps it's time for you to read in bed. <laughs> Yeah, Rovarth's just like, look, I've got to go to bed now. Yeah, he's just like, I'm going going to bed, don't break anything, don't make too much noise. Yeah. But Amir asks Hilda to play dolls with him, and she's like, yeah, okay. But when she grabs the doll that he got from Mm -hmm. the thing, she lets out a little yelp and drops it. And Mm -hmm. when you run over to check what happened, it seems like the doll had a sewing needle where somebody had repaired it, and they just left the needle in there, and it had managed to work its way out. You know, it doesn't really hurt her. It's just a little blood. Alright, um, I'll take out the needle, obviously, and I'll you know, patch up any... You know, I'll, I'll make sure that she didn't get tetanus from the needle. Yeah. Yeah, and you're actually pretty certain that the reason Amir didn't notice is because of his hide. Yeah. Like, it's hard for a dagger to get through that stuff. Much less a sewing needle. Yeah, but, you know, from that point on, it's actually pretty quiet. And, you know, Hilda's room is downstairs, so when kind of whispers to you, hey, maybe we should, uh, you know, tell her to go to sleep. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And you do your best to be authoritative, even though you're kind of like, the fuck do I care? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But... She doesn't really fight you. She's kind of tired. You guys had a big day, and Amir's already asleep. Okay. Normally, he sleeps in the same room as Hilda, but he's already asleep and far too heavy for you to move. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> going to leave him wherever he fell asleep at. I'm not going to try and move the baby dragon. Yeah. 
However, in the middle of the night, you and Sergeant Wen, who is staying over with you, are awoken because Amir is screaming for help in Draconic. Oh, okay, I will immediately run to see what's happening. Let me uh, place some stuff where they gotta be. And remembering the time that assassins attacked us that I apparently slipped through most of, I will summon my armor. That's the token for Dorothy. Oh, no. It's so much worse, right? I was not expecting that. That uh, magical swirl has got a... That's a little terrifying. I I like it. Yeah. So you get to the stairs, and what you see is Hilda... Well, Sergeant Wen doesn't see shit. Actually, I gotta fix that. Meanwhile, I'm just like, uh-oh. Yeah. What have I done? Alright. I know that doesn't make a difference for Rovarth or for me, but it is the reality. Sergeant Wen can't really see anything. But right. you can see that Hilda is swinging at something. And Amir has run into this corner here and is uh, cowering. Alright, can I make a perception check to see what Hilda is swinging at? Yes. Even though I know as as a player exactly what she's swinging at. Don't fail me now, old man eyes. Twelve. Oh yeah, you can see that she's uh, fighting Dorothy, the doll. Dorothy is not just standing on her own, she has grown about six inches because all of the straw that filled her cloth body has pushed away and created joints and claws, and opened her mouth into a horrifying grin. Well, I don't like that at all. It's time for initiative. Yeah, well, yeah, and then I'll I'll ask other things so I can plan. Oh, I didn't. I like that it actually tells you now that you screwed up. <laughs> that is nice. Well, that's marginally worse, but seven. And then while you get things set up, I would like to ask if I can make an Arcana check to know what, what the heck's going on. Yeah, I'll give you one for free. Because I, I don't trust Robarth enough to know. Well, that's a 20 on the Arcana. Um, It's not uncommon haunted dolls. They happen. Cool. So should I just, like, I guess further question, would I know how to make the doll unhaunted without destroying it? No, you have to destroy it. Oh, okay. Just interrupt. There there is no alternative when it comes to haunting dolls. Hey man, destroy it's easy. Keeping it intact without, you know, that's the hard part. Well, and it's one of those things where, so with a 20, you know that it is resistant to all damage except for Radiant, and it's completely immune to, uh, because its physical form is there, but it has been altered by the spirit possessing it. Mm -hmm. So because of that, it cannot be harmed with cold, necrotic, or poison damage. It cannot be charmed, exhausted, frightened, grappled, paralyzed, petrified, poisoned, made prone, or restrained. Well, I'm glad I made that arcana check, because I was going to use a lot of necrotic damage against it. But it is now Sergeant Wen's turn. She has to get much closer to be able to see anything that's going on. 
Oh, I forgot to mention that uh, Dorothy's yarn hair now appears to be long, wet, and greasy. Yeah. That's so gross. When she gets closer, she is able to sort of see what's going on, and will, because she grabbed her sword, will take a swing. Okay. But a 13... Oh no, a 13 hits. It just doesn't do a whole lot. And now it is Dorothy's turn. I need Rovarth to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, alright. I'm not too great at these. 15? That is a success. Aww. So, Dorothy has something called (laughs) horrifying massage. You did what now? I rolled it wrong. It should be uh, like a 17, actually, but Uh, whatever. So basically, if you failed, you would be frightened. But if you had failed by more than five, you would have aged 1d4 times 10 years. I would have died. Yeah. Because Rovart's 80. I thought he was 70. Look, he's an old man in dragon years, is my point. (laughs) Yes. But that was her turn. You just aged Oh, when she does that, Hilda immediately screams and runs away. Okay. But now it's your turn. So, just because I, as a player, am very curious to see what will happen if I do this, I'm going to move here. I actually didn't have to move closer, but whatever. And I will cast Polymorph on Dorothy. So Dorothy has to make a DC 14... Wisdom saving throw. She succeeds. Then no effect occurs. Because Sergeant Wen succeeded in hers, she will swing at it. And fail to hit it, because she can barely see it. And then Dorothy uh, starts giggling. Like a child, like a six-year-old or something like that. Moves backward. Wen will succeed in hitting her as she moves away. But it just doesn't mean a whole lot because Dorothy's resistant to non-magical damage. But then a different thing happens as the giggling continues and a creature comes up out of the shadows. Uh, okay. I do not like this. Specifically, a shadow. Oh, no. Actually, it would come up over here. And now it's your turn, Rovarth. I'm going to hate myself for this so very, very much. Mostly because I have to clean up afterwards. I'm going to cast Shatter right here. Or to the the point where it won't hit when, um, if I can do that. You actually, if you look where your character sheet is, you have a token that you can drag onto the map for Shatter. Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, Forgot about that. I want to put it like there. Alrighty. Just blow out all the windows and just fuck all the shit up. Just clean up the dining room table and repair all the stuff. Yeah, just just replace everything that gets damaged. But I feel like that's worth doing with That's fair. <laughs> memories of what happened last time shadows were summoned. Uh PTSD. That's fair. So they have to make a DC fourteen constitution saving throw. Alright, let's see how that turns out. All right. 
Oh, and it also says a creature made of inorganic material, such as stone, crystal, or metal, has this advantage. Uh, so it's up to you whether you want to rule that or not. It, yeah, it gets a little tricky. Because and Dorothy's opinion, not technically a doll. Yeah, it's a ghost. It's like, in my opinion, that's more for constructs than it is for undead. But. Yeah. Dorothy, however, fails. So she takes 30 points of thunder damage because it's 13 plus 17. 15, 15 entire and points of damage. She what? She's resisted to thunder. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, I don't have anything other than I think Eldred's Blast that can hurt them. And this, so. That's fair. And half damage is 15? Yes. So, that'll be 7. And I'm guessing that's for the shadow? Yeah. It is also resistant to thunder damage. Cool. And at that moment... That's my panic move. Yeah, that's As I fair. blow out all the windows and scatter the tiny... The, everything. Well, at that moment, as the urn containing the ashes of Victorian Thalman the Brave is blasted over into the wall here. I forgot about that. Well, it doesn't crack open. However, an energy comes out of it. Oh, God. And what appears to be the ghost of a dwarf is now there. Well, this is escalating (laughs) beautifully. Uh, Wonderful. Margaret brought something home that I wanted. We already knew that. We I think no, no, we no. all yeah. I think Flint we all did that because Flint has uh-huh. the 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 soldier with the head cut off and I brought the doll and and Marco brought the urn. The only one that hasn't so far I think is Roscoe. Yep. So she is dressed in chainmail with a shield and a warhammer. Mhm. And that is her turn. Okay. I'm now marginally more terrified. Sergeant Wen will move away because this is moving beyond her abilities to handle. She will move to try and put herself between whatever's going on and Amir, who is absolutely terrified. And Dorothy continues to giggle as... Oh, no. Wait, do you have a table you roll to see what she summons? Oh, no, she summons one or one type of creature. Okay. I just roll to see how many. Okay. What? I hate these words. It's fine. I have everything under control. However, you have done enough damage to her that she continues to giggle as she dives through the window. Oh, I'm not letting that happen. Oh, but it's too far. Your turn. I want to get out the ruler and again break another window. Oh yeah, that's well within range. Alright. Old standby. Eldritch Blast. (laughs) That's the only thing I have left. I, I burned both my spells. Come on, man. We just kicked out Rawl. I tried polymorphing her so that way I could like carry her outside and get her away from the kids. and That didn't work, so... Uh... Well, she's away from the kids now. Yeah, and now she's a terror to everybody else, which is what I was trying to avoid. But I get two of these, so that's good. 24 to hit for 11 force damage. Ooh, that's painful. And I'm going to follow that up with another one. 16 to hit for 6 force damage. Alright. Doing some, some serious stuff. Yeah, let me just make sure... Nope, I have to wait for 11th level to get another one. Cool, so that's what I do. Alright. Actually, I'm going to spend my movement. And I'm going to move up next to win, also trying to protect him here. Alright. 
It is now Victoria Thalman the Brave's turn. She moves right here and strikes the shadow. Oh yes, I did it good. <laughs> yes. She's on your side. However, she fails to hit the shadow. She misses. But... Yeah, she she got a seven. However, do you see what her damage output is? Yeah, I do. Although it's technically, uh, it's not technically necrotic damage. Wed continues to do nothing because she cannot hurt these things, and they will kill her very quickly. Dorothy continues to run right off of the map. Which is, I'm just going to ask how far away she is. Well, she's far enough away that you can't see her because of the angles that you can see. When I have... When have I ever let that stop me? I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but it's not so much a distance issue as it is a there's like a wall in your way issue. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's different. Okay, uh, uh, in that case. Oh, I forgot. I move... It is uh, the shadow's turns. Oh, okay. Yeah, you skipped them. That's right. They're supposed to go on her turn. Okay. And I forgot about them twice. Well, my plan may change. Oh, right. I, they anyway. can't hurt her. Oh, wait. No. I I don't hold to that. I, I feel like shadow, like shadows and ghosts, ethereal undead should be able to hurt each other, even if they're immune to necrotic damage. Like, that just makes sense to me. But it fails to uh, get through Victoria's armor. This one moves up to attack Rovarth. Mm-hmm. Does a 21 hit? Yes, it does. Alright, that's nine necrotic damage. And I... And four strength damage. I forgot I hate these things. <laughs> okay, that's hold fair. on. So nine necrotic, so that gets rid of my temporary and leaves me with 44 hit points. No, 45 hit points. And... I gotta remember my strengths at six at fourteen, so the ten bonus. Alright. Okay. The other two are focused on Toria and they fail to harm her. Okay. And now it is your turn. Well, if I move here, which I'm still technically within threatened range of the shadow, can I see Dorothy? Uh no. Okay. So that's done. I have failed to kill the haunted doll. That's okay. I have more immediate concerns. I'm going to... Man, but they reduced my strength. But I th I'm i going to stab it with Heart Piercer. That's fair. Because I'm technically within melee. So 14 hit. Does that include your uh, strength bonus being lowered by 2? Yes, I've done that. Oh, then yes. That's why I was had that moment where I was like, ooh, i got to remember what my strength was. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll just... Yeah. So that's... 10 piercing damage. Which, because it's a magical weapon, is a lot. And actually, you said by 2? Yeah, because it lowered your strength, your total strength by 4, so your strength modifier was lowered by 2. Oh, okay, so I did do it correctly. And because that's an action, and I am a spellcaster, that's pretty much my turn. It is now Victoria's turn, who will attempt to hit that shadow again. Let's see what she does. Yes, and it is destroyed. 25 hits it for 16 damage. And actually, I'm going to... Because Wen is focused on just keeping it away from Amir, she's not going to be attacking anymore. But I am going to put Victoria in your control. 
Okay. Just to make things, so it's not a whole lot of me talking to myself. Okay. So she should be in your uh, journal. All right. Hey, Jerry, I know Roscoe's on the map, but can you see anything? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought I got rid of the light sources. I don't see here in my journal. Ah, one moment. There we go. Now I can actually, I, I probably could control her. I just couldn't see what. Yeah, I forgot to actually put her in your journal so that you could see her character sheet. Oh, Lord, this is weird. Now I know why Ashley had issues. Yeah. Let me just look real quick, figure out what I want to do. Ooh, that's fun, but no. You know what? I'm just going to continue doing the thing, and I'm going to hit one of them with the uh, Ethereal Warhammer. Well, it's I, I was, it's not on her turn. turn. Yeah. The shadows are going to continue to do their thing. And I forgot I can dodge. Well, that completely fails to hit you anyway. Okay. This makes me happy. One does hit Victoria for 13 damage, but she can't be affected by strength drain because she has no life force to drain away. So where can I edit her hit points? Just like your token. If you just click on her token, you can edit it. Oh, so I have to do it from the token page. Okay. Is that not what you were doing for Rovarth's hit points? No, because Rovarth, in his character sheet, he actually has a tab that says current hit points, and I've just been changing my current hit points from the character sheet. Oh. Yeah, I've never done um, it that way. I always just click on the token. Well, that way I can... Anyway. You said it was 13? Yes. Okay, so that'd be 52. Maths. The math! And then, whose turn is it now? Uh, it's the last shadow. Last shadow, okay. And it fails to do anything to her. Okay. And now it is your turn. However, this episode is over. <laughs> this this terribly exciting oh, episode. No. <laughs> it's like, I unleashed a ghost by accident that I thought was going to hurt me, and then it's helped me for now. Yeah, man. It's been watching Yay. you. It knows who you are. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. She knows it. What oh, else God, is it I supposed to do? Oh, God, I have to destroy everything. Oh, no. And then it's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Sorry. So, uh, you guys got pluggables? I have Twitter and an Instagram, elvenly underscore E. E at the beginning and end of that is capitalized. I post art. I, I yell about things, a lot of things. I also post a lot of cat pictures. So, yeah, have a good day. I have a YouTube channel that is Aerosil Space Prime E R A S Y L Space P R I M E, and I assure you that it is nowhere near this terrifying. As per usual, you can find me on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer for wrestling, cute animal pictures, costumes, food, gardening, and pretty much the same topics on Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary on Instagram. Jerry spelled J E R I. Enjoy both of them. You can find me on Instagram. TikTok and Twitter as Am Cosplay Queen, and I post cosplay stuff, progress photos of cosplay, and other random things. And me found face, gram, talk, royal artisan props. Bye. Words. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. 
You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.